On my talk, so my talk 1071. I'm Steph March. I'm here with Steph Hansen. Yes, she had a little mouthful of food, and so <laughs> we wanted to make sure. But we are at Book Club in South Minneapolis, 54th and Penn. If you guys want to come down, we got a full house. Everybody's brunching. Everybody was weekend brunching. Everyone's having a good time. Okay, raise your hand if your resolution train has stopped at the station. Oh, oh yeah, some. we got a we lot got of some. people that have some. fallen off the wagon. Okay. You're not alone, people. You're not alone. Thank you for coming. Yes. Oh my God, such good stuff. Yes. All right, a lot of people raise their hands because this is radio, so they didn't see it. But. No, but I just <laughs> want you to know if you're at home and you're like, oh, I had a glass of wine last night, or I had a muffin and I shouldn't have. Oh, fui fui. We are here for you. We are here. You for are you. not alone. No. Did you? Uh, did we have one more question you wanted to answer before we do top two? I did. Two? Okay. I have to find it here, but yes. Okay. Okay. So it was a lady who her and her husband were going out and they are doing Today? like a crawl. Yep. And here's the question. Okay. Good afternoon. Long time listener. First time contact. My husband and I are doing an adventure tomorrow. Short notice. I know we're going to three different places in St. Paul for apps, dinner and dessert. I thought this was really a sweet idea. Sweet. Uh, one rule. We can't have been there together before or separate. So it has to be new to both of them. Which was hard for us to know what to suggest. <laughs> they were thinking the gnome craft bar for an appetizer, coconut tie for dinner, and they were stuck on dessert. They didn't want a coffee shop or a bakery necessarily. They want a restaurant bar that they could have a drink with dessert. Right. And they aren't picky. So we both responded. I thought it was interesting. I didn't our see your response. Were. Okay. Mine was one that you had. So the dessert at Estelle. Yes. They the have like bar. this um, million dollar bar. It's called the Star Bar. Oh, that thing is like caramely it's a candy bar. and chocolatey. And there's this delicious shortbread. I, and then they also had a butterscotch bedino. Yes. That was fantastic. So Too true. We both said that. That was high on the list. Also, I went to the cutest place this week that I'm obsessed with called the Emerald Lounge. Oh, yeah. It is. I don't know. Where these people came from, if it's just like a chef that decided to open his own spot. It was so that it's two ladies and they took over the uh, they're from the Clatta Coffee. Okay, because it was a yoga studio and it was a yoga studio and they recreated it. It yep. is this it's little craft cute. bar. It, they had little tables. The menu was fantastic. I had like a amazing piece of meatloaf yeah. with peas and mashed potatoes. But there was a really diverse menu. Like it was just awesome. It was wonderful. So I thought that would be a good place also. And then last but certainly not least, don't forget about the Pasticceria 
at um, Casetta's. I almost said that one. I said go sit at the Meritage Bar and have some opera cake because nothing says like bubs and opera cake. That's no, like a perfect yum. ending. And then what was the other one I said? You said opera cake or St. Dinette? St. Dinette because they have uh, they have grilled cake right now. And I don't know what that is, but I am here for grilling your cake. In butter. Yeah. Yum. Do it. Kurt does that with... Well, you um, can't grill. Well, I guess you... Yeah, you griddle it. Griddle, but this is... It says grilled. It says grilled cake. Huh. I know. Yeah, Kurt takes cake and oh, fries yeah. it up in butter till it gets like a crispy edge. Oh, yeah. And he'll eat that for breakfast. Yes. Yes, I love it. Okay, hey, guess what time it is? Time for top two in hour two. Giving the old one two. And now the weekly dish presents top two, top two. The top two. Pick your best two. In hour two. All right, give me two, with it, with All right, time where we talk about two things we love. Why don't you go first? Okay, one of my advent. Okay, one of my uh, New Year's resolutions that yep. I think I told you yep. is to have a big or little adventure every week. And sometimes this can be just going to new places. Sometimes this can be a trip. Sometimes it can be a class. I'm just really, I look at my week on a Sunday and I go, what's my adventure this week? Or what are my adventures planned for the month? I am adding more um, more uh, Indian food to my life was okay. one of my adventures. And also to eat more, go west, not east. Oh, right, because you need to figure it out. Yes. So in this last week, I went to Rog, which is at 50th and France in Edina. Yep. And I had a seven-course meal that was prepared by Chef Roche, who was visiting from Houston, who's a friend of Carrie and Lisa's from uh, Chef Shack. Yep. And boy, was it incredible. Like, first of all, I forgot how great Rog is. I had some really great cocktails. Their menu looked really good. But just like getting out of my comfort zone and doing a, a dining in a culture that I wasn't super familiar with the food yeah. was amazing. One of the things that I just, that she had that I'm obsessed with, and I'm going to figure this out. Okay. She had a, 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 what what I would say is the equivalent of a chicken pot pie, but it was with squab. And she's like, it. she was telling me that the crust uh, was vegan because she served my vegan friend. A vegan version of this without the squab. Oh, okay. I was going to say, doesn't, yeah. doesn't the squab yes. kind of knock that out? Yeah, no. And squab, by the way, is pigeon. Yes. And you could see the little, like, pigeony leg, and so that was kind of interesting. But the pastry that she made was with avocado oil. Oh, great. And I can't even describe to you how delicious and how flaky. And I was just, I was stunned. And so I'm going to do some experimenting with that because I thought it was amazing. Was it like a pakora? You mean like it, it was, like was a folded little thing? No, it wasn't a dumpling. Well, it was a dumpling, but it was more like a pot pie. Okay, like like a hand pie almost. Yeah, Got and it. and like the size of a softball. Okay. Um, or yeah. fo- not softball, baseball maybe. I think that's a pakora. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. okay. It was delicious. So good. Rog, Edina. Yeah. R- run. Run. Don't walk. It was okay. real good. Uh, can I just also tag on that I did get like I had a bunch of ladies over and I got takeout from Dancing Ganesha. Oh yeah. Which is in Knollwood now. Yep. Which is you yep. know they moved. You like to call that your neighborhood. So yep. that's it. West. West. Uh but nonetheless they have a great they have a gr- I mean like I grabbed a bunch of food from there and I am always happy. Their chicken sixty five, which is like a twice fried chicken that's got a little spice in it. Yum. It's these dark, dark red chickeny morsels. So good. All right. Just saying it. Just as a as a shout out. Okay, so my first one is actually gonna be Marty's Deli. Which opened up on Lowry Avenue Northeast, 400 Lowry Avenue Northeast. I'm excited about this place. Martha had been doing pop-ups. You know, she has sandwich pop-ups for the last couple years. I actually put them in the best 
of, I think, in like 2019, you know, for like the best sandwiches. These focaccia sandwiches, right? Focaccia sandwiches that they bake daily. They bake Ooh. this bread daily. It is, it is, they have nailed it. They have nailed it. And so they've been doing these, they have one called the Pool and Yacht Club, which I tend to love, which yeah. is a chicken salad sandwich. I don't like chicken salad. But this one I do. Like I don't because oh, I, I don't salad. want. Well, I, but the way people make it, they think that they have to put weird nuts in it and cranberries and all the yuck. Yeah. This is just beautiful, good chicken with herbs and red onions and so good. Um. But then, but the thing with them right now, Marty's, and what they're doing is that until eleven, you can get a breakfast sandwich. Oh, and their breakfast sandwich looked real good. Oof, you held like, it up in a yeah, story, I think, was and like, I was like, oh, well, everybody yum. has. Everybody has. It is like. The darling of Northeast. I can't tell you. But the best part is, of course, I walked in at 11.01. And I'm like, did I miss my window? And she's like, yep. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I sat there and I was like so sad. And then they're like, they like, then the guy in front of me left. And she's like, okay, actually, we'll let you have one. I just, she's like, I just told him no. Don't you say, don't you know who I am? I, I would, am Stephanie March. I, I would, am the queen of breakfast sandwiches. No. And it is 11.01. No, I would never say that. Because it was my fault that I didn't get there at 10.59. See, was that's why fault. you're so good. I'm saying it. So anyway, but it's worth the wait. I would have literally gone back, like you know. Of course, we can't go on Saturdays because I can't get there before the show. So, but so I would have had to wait until next week, and that's okay. But they've been very busy, and they've been sort of slammed on weekends. So I just want to say, everybody, with their patience, has been lovely, and they're figuring it out. So it's really fun. So Marty's. Marty's Deli, great sandwiches. Okay, what's your second? Okay, this came to me through our friends at Racket. Yep. And I feel like I'd stumbled across this lady before. But I had then never I... seen it, and I am <laughs> sad that I did not see okay. it. Okay, it is a lady who makes mini food earrings. And it's tiny food you can wear. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> what I love about what she does is it's, like, the kind of food photography that Steph loves. Yeah. Which is there's, like... A cake with a piece out. Yeah. There's a bag of chicken marinating. A bag of raw chicken marinating is it's, an earring. It's like pretty, but it's not like precious. No. It's, it's not, more like how we really eat food. It's not cutified. It's it's like there's a bowl of like bibimbap, I think. Or yes. there's a bowl of like, and it's so great. And you guys, I sent it to Jake because he just got his ears pierced. I'm like, oh, should I get you raw chicken marinating earrings? Yes, <laughs> you should. <laughs> They, they, there's traditional donuts. There's, sure. it's just, they're so cute. These little creations she's making. You can find it at L-U-H-M, loomstudios.com. Her name is Caitlin Loom, Caitlin underscore Loom on Instagram. If you want to look, we'll put a link to her page on the show page. It just, these so cute. cute, there's like one that's like pancakes, bacon and eggs. So cute. Okay. We don't have time for my second one. So I'm just going to say backstory coffee in North Loop. Yes. It's banging. Banging. Couldn't find a space there. Grabbed some green tea. Ended up talking to Charlie Ryback. Hung out with a couple of people just standing around. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. But I the vibe is great. It's really fun. It's a if you feel like you need a place with energy, this backstory, it's right off of Washington. It's just a great space. So there Love it, it. There it is. All right, guys. We're going to take a quick break, break and we come back. We're talking winter salads. We are. We'll be right back. This is the Weekly Dish on My Talk 1071. The 2023 Best New Year's Resolution goes to... <clears throat> when shopping on Marketplace, I'll never ask, is it still available? And then vanish when they say yes. Most resolutions are silly, but a commitment to be healthier overall, that's attainable. The YMCA is making it easy this month with a $0 enrollment plus people to help you reach your goals. Hurry and join before January 31st. Thank you. You're welcome. Learn more at ymcanorth.org. All right. 
We are back. We are live at the book club restaurant. Boy, it is really hopping right here. It is a lot of folks. Almost all the tables are full. Yeah, it's good. So it's make good. sure you come on by. They're going to be, we'll be here till, I'll probably be here till about noon, just uh, getting some folks checked out with books. If you want to come by and grab a book, you can. I can sign it for you. Also, from one to four, they're doing a cookbook swap here. So if you want to bring a cookbook by, you are certainly able to do that. Um, Stephanie, it has been a week. Hi, oh, Kim Bartman just came by, so that's fun. It has been a week, and a week where we are kind of in the middle of January. I think it's been a little gray. I can't really, like, complain personally because I've been to Mexico once, and I'm going again, so no one's feeling sorry for me. But There are zero sorries for you. It has been kind of just a gray time. Um, generally outside and people are feeling a little bit over it and kind of there's the January doldrums. Right. So today, if you get outside, there's some fun stuff to do. You oh, can go to the ice shanties so today. This weekend hence tense is like crazy at the amount of yes. easy, free and available things to go to. To just get outside yes. and like get your serotonin going again because we need to get outside. But I was thinking about like winter salads, right? Yeah. Because a lot of people are trying to eat healthier. And then I, the New York Times wrote an article about winter salads, and I was kind of at that point already deep into developing some winter salads. And, like, I love summer salads, too, because you're really relying on the abundance of the garden, right? Like, whatever you got from the farmer's market or your garden, and the, everything's so fresh and tasty, it's easy to make a delicious salad. But in the winter, some of the winter vegetables actually lend themselves to salads in a different way that is to me almost more satisfying okay so for instance when you think about winter salads you want to think about cruciferous or crunchy vegetables so we're talking about salads with broccoli salad with cauliflower salads with brussels sprouts salads with kale and what the number one thing is for me with the winter salad is cutting up the pieces super small why so that most of the dressing which is a vinaigrette dressing or a lemon dressing or garlic-based dressing or tahini or any of the really can soak into that vegetable because the dressing needs to carry that vegetable forward because they don't have all these like just good vegetable summery tastes. You know what I mean? So it's almost like a receptacle. Okay. It's a crunchy receptacle to get that delicious, acidic, bright dressing carrying through the whole salad because you're saying some of these some of these ingredients don't have that not necessarily like kale on its own is just like it doesn't really even taste it's just texture yeah um cauliflower like okay eh. yeah no broccoli yeah you know so you're using these cruciferous and these hearty winter vegetables got it got it as a receptacle for dressing okay i hear that when making a winter salad you pick your greens first then you are going to have a super either garlicky or sesame forward or vinaigrette forward, citrus forward. You want a bold dressing. It, it, like I use in one of my dressings, I use a whole uh, lemon for lemon juice. I use all of the zest. And then I also add rice vinegar. Okay. Because I really want it to be super punchy. So you've got your crunchy veg. You've got your very pungent dressing. Then you're going to have a sweet a salt and a crunch okay so sweet could be roasted squash roasted beets Mm -hmm. roasted i roasted pears pears this time of year are always super hard yeah and a little nasty when you buy them at the produce section but they're amazing when you roast them sure so you just cut them into um triangles or chunks 
and then toss them with some olive oil and throw them in a roasting pan. Uh, 20 minutes at 425 is how, so they get kind of brown and caramelized. And then you toss those in your salad for the sweet. You can also use, like I said, squash. You can use beets. You could roast apples. Yep. You need something that's a little bit sweet. Could be pomegranate. Could be citrus. Right now, Kara Kara oranges, blood oranges. Any of the oranges are really in season right now, which seems like because we're in the middle of the darkness. But everywhere else, like yeah. oranges are in season. So then you take your crunchies. So what are the crunchies? Like it could be croutons. Pepitas. It could be pepitas. It could be sunflower seeds. It could be I made garbanzo beans with paprika all over them that I crisped up in the oven. Yeah, you can air fry those babies so easily. Correct. That's exactly what I did. Yeah. Or like even white beans too. You can get those crispy. So you've got sort of a crispy component. Yeah. Could be um, hemp seeds. Yeah. Could be crunchy. Uh, quinoa. You can really do a lot on the crunchy side. And then you have the salt. For me, salt is usually cheese. So it could be a feta cheese. It could be a goat cheese. Yep. It could be a, a queso fresco cheese. Like something. Could be Parmesan. Sure. Just something. And you mix all of these things together. So you've got the bright of the dressing that's very assertively flavored. You've got the aggressive winter vegetable. So mm -hmm. it could be radicchio. It could be kale. It could be any of those things. Then you have the sweet, which typically is a fruit or a roasted something. Could even be... Um, like you could put marmalade inside the, the dressing. Yeah. So I'm you not... get a little bit of that hint. Could be honey. Could be maple. I just don't like sweet. In could my be salads. nutty, um, sugary nuts. The only thing I could handle with that is like a citrus because that's acidically sweet. Sure. Like I can't have like the caramely sweet. I want just bright and vibrant and a, maybe like just that little side of sweet. I made these really delicious uh, sliced almonds that I, I called them a honeyed brickle. I just, I roasted them in a pan till yeah. they got kind of brown and toasty. And then I poured honey over them and toast, tossed that. And then I poured um, a little bit of cayenne pepper. Yeah. And then I threw them out on a sill pad and let them dry overnight. So they, they weren't like hard, yep. but they were a little more caramely. Yeah. And then I put those on a salad See, with some kale and I it was I real did. good. I just don't, it like, it ruins the salad for me. And it's, I know that I'm weird like that because I can't. It feels like it's like I just am neat. Like when I get bread and I've made a sandwich and the bread has too much sugar in it, I'm like, well, now it's ruined my sandwich. Oh, I'm sorry about that. I know that. I hate that. I just like don't want sugar in my savory things. How about this? I'm because weird. I'm weird. Another thing to do, like people are kind of crazy about getting all their proteins in these days. Yeah, I was going to say, none of this has protein that we've talked about. Well, no. Some of it does. Some the, can. The nuts have protein. Yep. The vegetables have some protein. Yeah. The cheese would have proteins. Have protein? Yes, yeah. lots of it. You know what else has lots of protein that people don't eat enough of is barley. Oh, we talked about that. Yeah, barley last week. Yeah. is like loaded with protein, like almost to the same degree as meat is. Oh. So add some barley to your life. Uh, quinoa also has a lot of protein. I love quinoa. And I made a salmon, feta, and herb salad with quinoa. So the the in this instance the quinoa was sort of the crunchy base then i had um i used arugula yep and i used a bitter sorrel yeah i love sorrel and then i tossed all that together with a super garlicky lemony vinaigrette Perfect. then i roasted a salmon and sprinkled that on top with some feta i've got all these salads at stephaniesdish.com but three great winter salads for you just think about salad in the winter and composing them. They're delicious, and they usually last a day or two. Well, and think of it as a bowl yeah. less than a salad, because I know a lot of people are very comfortable with doing rice bowls and stuff now. Yep. It really is just a bowl. That's right. That's Just all load it, it up. Love all right. It. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. We're at the Book Club Live from the Weekly Dish.
All right, we are live at the book club. People are getting their breakfast on. We've got a stack of French toast over there that looks real good. I know. All right, so Stephanie, we are in the year of the rabbit. We are. And we are, the resolution train has stopped in the station for many people. But uh, you can, like, fall off a wagon one day and just get back on if you want to. Like, there's no hard and fast rules here, right? Right. Um, okay, so this is kind of just a general question to you, because I'm curious what kind of things you are eating. <laughs> just at home. Like, <laughs> oh, I'm like, cause I, for life? No, because okay, like I... Okay, like, January, are you saying? Well, or? I've been trying to eat through the... I've been trying to eat through the freezer. Okay. I had made quite a bit of progress early on in January, but then the more I cooked, the more that things went back in the freezer, and I'm back to full freezer again. Are you really? I am. I just, I'm not making as much progress as I wanted to. So, I think there's some funny things that, well, and this is funny because I was eating uh, some breakfast sandwiches out this week, and um, I ended up talking, while well, I'm waiting for them to be done, you know, I'm sitting and hanging out. I was talking with the kids at Alma Provisions. Yep. And we were all joking about how we're all talking about how we're eating down the freezer, the refrigerator, even though. And like, because I was like, because we were talking about shopping before storm. And I had said, you know what? I never need to like be that panic girl because I don't need to go shopping sometimes because I have so much food. Me too. And so we were laughing about it. And then I was like, in fact, I get the panic of like, I've got to eat stuff. Because, like, and I just told her, right? That's exactly, this woman came up yep. and was talking about things. And I have this need to make sure that I use all my leftovers. Because for some reason, I've suddenly become this, like, wartime woman who is like, no, we got to use up all the rations. No, this is good. This I is know. good. So I'm using everything that is left over. And, like, I'm, I'm very much on the verge of an expiration date. And I don't, I... I think most people in the industry tend to ignore expiration dates. Yeah, for the most part. You I'm know? pretty loose, hard and, hard and fast like, loose. It's, you got to do the smell test. And yeah. Then, and then you're like, uh, okay. I might even still eat it. I know. I like. There's <laughs> some things where if your ham is a little slimy, you want to be like, you know what? Just it rinse pass. it off. Yeah. Yeah. But there's some things that, you know. So basically what I've been doing is like I have like maybe a meal or something and I have part of it in the in the fridge because I have been, you know, going out to do things for work. And then I'm like, well, I can use that in this and that in the next. So funny enough, I was trying to challenge myself a little bit. And so I had the last of this pulled pork that I had, like, I'd stuck most of it in the freezer, but I had a little bit left yep. out. Just not like, not barbecue pulled pork, just pulled pork. And then I was like, you know what? There's a bag of dried beans sitting in my fridge. And so I had these limas, these, you know, the, uh, the gigantes or whatever. Yep. So I did, oh, I love those. And it was literally like the Bon Appetit issue landed in my mailbox that has the healthy-ish, the bowl on the front, and it looks like what I was thinking. So I made bean soup. I threw the very ends of my spinach in there. Yum. And then um, and then I threw in, like, I had a whole bunch of the very end-of-the-line sage, you know, the very almost wilted oregano. I threw all my herbs in, chopped up the last shallot, the last couple things of garlic, and then the pulled pork. Yum. And that is a soup that is now in my fridge that I've been eating this whole week. That sounds delicious. And so what I did in the morning was I put a couple eggs on it, and that's breakfast. Yeah, I love this because I only am allowing myself to buy produce. Good. Which is why I'm kind of deep into winter salads. And like the salmon that I used on the bowl that I was talking about, uh, that was in the freezer. I have made beef barley soup. Yeah. So my rule until literally March. Yeah. This is the rule. 
we can only eat from the freezer. Yep. Unless it is produce. Yeah. And we're making lots of bread. Because you can put anything on a piece of toast. Yeah. Or if you like, my husband doesn't think soup alone is a meal. Right. So if it's soup and then we have bread, like then that's good. That's the meal. Yeah. So, I need to have protein in the soup, though. You know what I mean? That's yeah. The thing. I have some. Otherwise, like I'll put cheese in there, or I'll crisp up some croutons and throw it on the tapa squash soup. Yeah. But so he's he's making a lot of bread. I'm also making bread. We're having kind of bread offs, and just in case you're wondering, Kurt is winning like ten to one. Um, I made a good uh, artisan bread in five situation, which saved me. But I'm my sourdough. I just I'm off sourdough. I just cannot do sourdough right now. Yeah, I'm. Oh. I just can't eat all the bread. Like oh, I'm just. No, like, we're eating. I'm eat only eating bread. bread and noodles and winter salads, basically. <laughs> <laughs> but so that's our rule: is not until March can we buy anything other than produce. Okay. And we're making lots of bread, and we're just trying to so eat through much, the freezer. How much protein do you have stocked in your freezer? Like, do you have? Oh, do you have? I a, have a chicken. Oh, I have at least three ribeyes. I'm sure I have five pork chops. Wow. I have yeah, some you, ground pork. Why would you even? I have a turkey shop. breast. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is why I have a yeah. small problem. Okay. And I have like quinoa for bowls. Like I have literally pesto sauces. My mother-in-law, we're going to her house for dinner tomorrow. And I said, do you want me to make dessert? And she said, yes. And then she changed her mind and texted me at 412 this morning, which I thought was an emergent situation. So I looked at my phone and she said, I forgot. I'm going to make panna cotta. Why don't you just bring us sauce? So I was like, okay, I'm glad I know that at 412 in the morning. But so I'm like, oh, I have frozen cranberries. Oh, a sauce for the panna cotta. Yes. I was like, how does someone ask someone to bring a sauce? Like, Without any other parameters for panna cotta. I know, but like, I didn't understand that. I just, for me, I'm thinking like, oh yeah, I'll just bring, bring a you sauce. a sauce. I'll bring you a beurre blanc. I mean, <laughs> like that, I don't know what you're making, but I mean a beurre blanc. Just bring a sauce. I have a frozen cube of cranberry sauce and I have frozen raspberries. So I was like, yeah. oh, how about a cran raspberry sauce? A she was like, great. Compote. You texted back at 4 a.m.? I texted this morning okay. when I woke up. Okay. But I also have, I made all that salted caramel, so I'm also maybe like could bring that. Yeah, you could. Panna cotta with salted caramel or fruit. Yeah, people could pick. Yeah. And all from the freezer. Yeah. I'm telling you, I think that there's something to say. I like, I had a couple soups that I was putting into the freezer. I was like, oh, shoot, I got to get rid of some of the stuff. You know what I mean? I have like hoagie rolls. Where did the hoagie rolls come from? Those are in the freezer. I don't know where they're from. I don't remember them. I don't. So it's like, how long have they been there? So I yanked those out and just tossed them. Oh boy, I would have like, made croutons. No, they were like but or they, buttery, crispy. They were like crunchy but like, breadcrumbs. No, but they're like Pepperidge Farm hoagie rolls. Yeah, but if you made it into a breadcrumb, you could use that on something. Ah, uh, yeah, I suppose I could. Someone was saying that instead of croutons, she like makes breadcrumbs like that from leftover sleeves or heels of bread. Yeah, and then like buttery toasts them. And that that's what she uses in winter salads instead of croutons. Oh. Like just to give it that, we were talking about crunchy, that that's her crunchy that she uses. So I I, thought that was pretty smart. Yeah. I just don't, I never put bread in my salads. I mean, I mean, like if there's a crouton there in somebody else's salad, I need it. But like, yeah, I never do. But that's, you know, I get it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have a lot of, I have a lot of things that I need to move around in my freezer that I, you know, like there's things that like had the best intentions, you know, of saving. And now I'm like, why do I have chowder in here? I'm like, I don't even know what that chowder was from. I don't know who did. Oh, I would have. I eat, don't know. Eat that over a pile of rice. 
Okay, here's the weird thing that's in my freezer, and I can't believe I'm going to say this out loud, but uh, so I have this dog, Stanley, yeah, who really is very entertaining for me, and he has these very strong jaws, and he needs to eat like basically a marrow bone a day, just like to get his jaws working and to, so he doesn't eat all the stuff in our house, the shoes and all those other things. Well, I'm kind of cheap. So after he eats the marrow bone, I take it and I put it in a bag, and then I go and I get a can of dog food, the like wet kind, and I refill the inside with the wet dog food, and then I freeze it. So every about other day, he gets a real marrow bone, but on the off days, he gets just the dog food that's frozen inside the marrow bone, Ah. and it extends the life of my bones. Yeah. Well... Like, at any given day, someone can walk by my house and it looks like uh, a boneyard because there's bones all over the floor. Ooh, Lori Bargini's coming in to say hello. Oh, good. Um, but in my freezer is, like, all of these bone situations along with my food. Yeah. And my daughter was like, um, Mom, your freezer looks real weird. It looks like, like a cemetery. Yeah, next Seriously. to a bowl of soup, you have, like, 16 bones that are stuffed with dog food. That's Ugh, weird. That is weird. So that's in my freezer, too. Well, but dog owners are dog owners. Well, you know and now I mean? Stanley has figured out that the freezer is full of good things. So Stanley sits by the freezer Does he a lot. Really? A lot. And when you walk by, sometimes like, oh, he goes, oh, he'll bark. Oh, he'll bark at you, like looking at the freezer, like, I know they're in there. I know they're in I there. I would like one right now, please. Yes. Yeah, he's getting to be kind of bratty about it. Kind of smart. Kurt's like, why does Stanley keep barking at the freezer? I'm like, why do you think? He knows there's the good stuff the in there. The treats are in there. Yes. So that's what's also <sighs> in my freezer. Yeah, right? Little weird. Little weird, but not too weird. Okay, good. Not too weird. All right. Yeah. Not too weird. I mean, like... Yeah. What do you think is the weirdest thing in your freezer right now? Um. Oh, I know exactly what's weird in my freezer, and I keep thinking, like, why have I not thrown this out? There is a tin of buffalo chicken dip from Jake's graduation party. <laughs> it, it, it actually moved with me to this house, and now it's been... I, it's because it's under like six things and I see it and I'm like, why don't I just pull that out and throw it away? I don't know, but I'm not going to eat it, but I, it's still in there, but I just keep looking at it. And then there's a part of me too is like, mm, Super Bowl, maybe Super Bowl's coming up February it's, 12th. It's, there's, it's going to be fine. Three years old. It's fine. It's cream cheese. I, I don't know what it is. It's going to no, be fine. I didn't make it. So I, I mean. Okay, I feel like we need to take this out for Super Bowl time, <sighs> heat it up, and do a little experiment. Bring it into the studio. You know what? It was Whitfley who brought it. Now that I'm just saying, that, okay, it's cream that. cheese. You know, it's cream cheese. He's it's he's with not... buffalo chickens and stuff. And... Yeah, yum. Oh god, unless it's, it's like freezer from burned. his. I know it might be freezer burn. Okay, you know what? One of the I weirdest have to things I have. it and look at it. I know we gotta go. Okay, I have half a th- half a tub of lard from our pig uh, from that our we pig. shared I still have one too. like three years ago. I have one too. Okay. All right. All right. Well, we're going to go ahead and take a break. When yep. we come back, we are going to, I think, wrap up the up. show. Yeah, oh, we're wrapping goodness. it up. It's been so fun. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. All right, everybody. Welcome back to Weekly Dish. We have been live at Book Club all morning, and it is such a good rave out here. I swear to God, it's been fun. We have a special guest joining we us. We do. The the spokesperson for book club, Lori Bargini. I know. She is. Yay. Oh, look at her fans. Oh, she's got fans. She was holding court at the bar, and everyone was enraptured with whatever stories she was telling. So I got to host with you this last week, yes. and I told her that we were coming down here, and immediately she's like, get the book club cocktail. Yeah, right. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, I was at the Electric Fetus okay. local record store day, and I heard you guys the way you wax erotic about food. <laughs> okay, I was just like I. I'm going You were there. drawn. You were I, drawn. I'm only five miles away, and my Pilates class is until noon. Okay. And I'm listening to you say all these beautiful food words, and I got to hear your wonderful theme song by Maida. Yes. That so is Maida so means. good. Yes, Isn't it so good? It's su- such a good song. She's a sub- she made both our theme songs. Yeah. And we've been on there 13 years. We've had two, two songs. Yeah. 25 so, years. Anyway, I just wanted to come by and I'm so glad. say hi and support you ladies. What was happening at the fetus for local records? Well, I got day. there right at 10, so okay. I beat the rush. I was, beat it, the was it Rush? I mean, no, our, no. Okay. I, there was nobody. I had to return a hat that, alas, was too big for my dad's head. Okay. <laughs> All yeah. right. And it was a $65 hat. So, you know, I'm yeah. like, I'm taking the credit on that. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. yeah. There's lots of good but stuff. But he keeps going, when are you going to find me a hat just like that that fits me? And I'm like, Dad, it's from Scotland, and they don't wholesale, and I don't know. Yeah, I don't exactly. know. Yeah, but I really like that hat now that I've seen that hat. You know what you need? You need to get in touch with the shop girls are on after us. You oh, know what I mean? They'll, I know. Allie will source that for you. Yes, or I Harmony will. will. Kim at the Electric Fetus will try and order me another one. All right. I'm sure. So what's happening with Lori and Julia's show? Julia just got back from her delicious honeymoon. Yes, and she went to the uh, resort that my dad took the family to in December 2019. Oh, and nice. When he heard she was going to just go to an all-inclusive in Cancun, he's like, Tell Julia, cancer sucks, and so do all inclusives in Cancun. <laughs> I'm like, Dad. Oh my God. But at this resort, being implied, Doug Carmen, you have more action. You're yeah, not just yeah. at your land cruise all inclusive. I have been perusing the Lori and Julia book club page because yes. I'm going to a place called Holbosch, Mexico. Oh yes. my. Which is sort of like Tulum before Tulum became popular. Oh, how wonderful. And we're very excited, but. As I, I've researched what there is to do. Nothing. There's nothing. Zero. There are yeah. no cars. No cars. Not no even, cars. Not even karaoke. I don't not know. Even a bar there's like karaoke. They all, four restaurants always, and they all have the, shrimp tacos. The vibe okay. there is is like specifically no cars. Walk yeah. here. Okay. Eat this. Read that. So you need don't some do good anything. books. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I was like perusing your page and the Mitford... The Midford Sisters. The Midford Sisters was yes. a person you interviewed this week, and that was appealing to me. So, yeah, I'm loading up the Kindle. Okay, good, good, good. Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing better than being able to have time to read. Yes, and, and Kurt oh, also is- has a bunch of books. <laughs> Someone actually put out a, a tweet that was, you know, somebody was like, "I'll give me an all-inclusive resort that has, like, comfy fireplaces and big overstuffed chairs and like you know shelves of books to the ceiling and little alcoves and things like that that's an all-inclusive that you want like tea service on the ready oh that's what we're doing that's what we're doing and And i hope we make it out alive yeah oh you will i mean you can't get in any trouble there no we're both kind of i think in the right headspace going in that are you going with your man yeah oh okay yep just the two of you yes yeah just taking a break I guess. Don't yes. forget to talk dirty. <laughs> <laughs> I just talk about food. You know that. Yeah, right. You can make it sound good. So I yeah, sure I could. Boy, we were waxing erotic. We got you over to the book club. I so. know. That's shocking. It was the griddled cake, too. I was like, <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Griddled cake. Okay. All your dessert suggestions. Yeah, you were, you were. Oh, yeah. That was when we were talking about where to go. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. I'm thinking about making Madeline's for Valentine's Day. Oh, Are you yeah. had a Madeline? 
I, I have in Paris. Yeah. yeah. They're not that really no. hard to make, and I think that's going to yeah. be you, have a, you need, like, a form. I have pans. I have okay. two of them. Okay. Kirk got See, them for me. That's, that's something that why make when you can buy it from wow. somebody who's... You know, knows True. what they're doing. I, I that's too much work for me. You know how I am about work. It's like, can I buy this? Yes. And is it almost as good? Yeah. Well, then why make it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not that. I'm not a. You don't need to no. achieve that making. I thing. don't. You I don't. take satisfaction in other people's cooking and baking. I know. That's I was true. I was feeling a little Lori Bargini-ish this week because I had a nail appointment. <gasps> I had a facial. Oh. I had a workout. Yeah. I was like, Lori's whole week is full of appointments to keep her in the it condition ki- of she is. It yeah. kind of is. It's pathetic. Yes. I've looked at my day timers for the last 12 years, and they are eerily similar year <laughs> to year. <laughs> workout, facial. Vacation. Yeah, vacation, vacation. Haircut. That's pretty color. good. Yeah. I know, oh I know, my. but this is a good time to do that too, and to like it is do the like January. the and get the yearly things. Like, ladies, go get your colonoscopies, get your yes. things set. Like, go get your skin checked. Go do do all of like the full, you know, fifty thousand miles maintenance. On, That's on why the car. we don't like winter. I know. It's doing all these things. Did you make any resolutions? I never make resolutions because I like to live in a happy bubble of my own making and resolutions just yes, seem to get in the way. Yes, thank you. <laughs> Cheers. Thank you. You are just the best. Yeah. Like, I just, there's Perfect. this, yeah, your Perfect. emotional spirit about yourself is thank really you. one to be admired. Thank you. Really so, yeah, I don't do that. I don't do that because it just, I don't know, why crush and disappoint yourself? Well, well and I sold her husband, Casey, my Peloton that oh, was basically that just gathering dust in the corner of the house. It was giving you the evil eye And I day. just was yeah. like, I, I saw one lady was going to buy it, and then Casey was like, well, I'm not paying that. So then I just called him, and I was like, here, just whatever you can pay is fine. So he gave me some money, came and picked it up, and it has just been a joy to look over in the corner and not see that <laughs> yes, thing staring yeah. at me. And I know he's in your basement over-exercising next to every, the water furnace. Every day with the best present I have gotten him in a long time, it's called Not a Brick. It's just a tiny $25 bass speaker yep. that he listens to his books on tapes or yeah, podcasts. Yeah, yeah. And it, because he used to listen through his phone and it just sounds oh, crappy. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. But it's a tiny, it was like yeah. 25 bucks. Yeah. I okay, have a little so JBL, a I have a little JBL speaker that has like a clip on it and then it can like, I can clip it on my belt yes. and then like while you're listening to your podcast and it goes wherever, so you don't have to carry your phone and all oh, that Oh, I stuff. love it. I'm immune to all the exercising he does. I mean, when we were on Christmas vacation <laughs> yeah. in five days, he went to the gym nine times. What? I'm like, he's, hey, he's, yeah, he's. he's that obsessive. I didn't realize well, that. It's what he, he, it's something he does. Right. It just makes him feel good. So good. It makes him feel good. And then His I enjoy body it. He's maintained, oh you know, because he had that accident. Yeah. So oh, that takes right. work, too. That's true. To he make looks your amazing yeah. naked. Can I just say? He does. <laughs> he's like a bulldog. He's he full. Is. He's or Stanley. He's just yes. full of muscle. Yeah. 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 He's so cute. I like him. So yeah, much. we like him, too. That's so all right. Good. Well, thanks well, for thank coming you. I'm going to go back to my latte. Okay, go back to your latte. You're lovely. All right. Cheers. Ladies. Cheers. Cheers. Happy New Year. We have, we have. All right. So we have Alex Laudner is going to be with you next week. Yep. Yep. What uh, are you going to talk about next week? Do you know? No idea. All the next week things? Um. Yeah. I haven't. I. You know me. I haven't gotten there yet. I want to point out something, though, that like I think it's funny that I think that Wacky Cake is having a moment because of it the is. egg situation. Because they're. You don't eggs, need eggs. People are crazy about the price of eggs. 50 cents an else. egg. 
Yeah, and I, it's just like people are freaking out, and I yeah. get it. But it's funny because I was like, oh, this is a time to resurface the wacky cake. I can't tell you how many people were like, oh, my God, I've never heard of this. I'm like, this is wartime, people. This is not me. Yes. I did not create this. They're like, you should, you know, trademark this. I'm like, yo, this is not. <laughs> I didn't make it. This is not me. <laughs> this is mug cakes, too. This has been around since the Depression. You know yep. what I mean? Like, but when apparently, they didn't have eggs. There's a lot of uh, TikTokers who are discovering wacky cakes. So oh, get ready, people, to have. Did you it be see the, the Regina Hall TikTok send up in Saturday Night Live? I gotta find that for oh, you. Oh, I love her though. She was like, "Okay, people, I don't need to see any more of your food." Oh, wow! <laughs> I'll send it to you. It's funny. Okay. All right. Have there a great week, everybody. Remember, there's a 1 p.m. cookbook swap here at Book Club. If you want to show up, bring your cookbook, and you can swap a tastic. That's right. All so, right. Thanks for having thanks us, everybody. Book Club. We'll be back next week. Ciao, ciao.